0: Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory and we're doing something a little bit different. This week we're gonna release five episodes in five days. They're gonna be a little bit shorter than normal, but um hopefully you're gonna enjoy them. How are you, Colin? You all right, mate?
1: Yes, I'm very good, mate. This is this is very exciting. Uh five um episodes only one week. This is like um proper, professional, hardcore bod in this. Five days in a row. That's like neighbours and home and away.
0: It sure is, but the episodes are only about ten, fifteen minutes, so don't <laughs> let's not get too over the top so may as well not waste any time mate um and call it reddit week i suppose because i'm going to be perfectly honest with you i've been using chat gpt to write show notes and i decided to stop doing that and decided just going to reddit so we're just going to be doing reddit stuff basically because that is a um, absolute um mine for content mate so that's end all right
1: Yeah, it sounds really good. Um, I've had a a little glance at some of the stuff you found and it's some good, albeit alarming, stuff um, written quite horrendously in places. So yes, looking forward to this nonsense.
0: Right, here we go then. So we'll just dive straight in. Today's episode... Um, it's basically going to be from the TIFU, which is Today I Fucked Up, um, Stories of Life Gone Wrong, basically. So a couple of stories to get through, mate, and I'll just start with, uh, we'll just do a paragraph each, the sort of normal stuff okay. that we do here. So um, so last night I, I'm a 28-year-old 20 year male, managed to convince an attractive girl, 25, to come home with me. It was the end of a successful first date, well, successful-ish, See, I think this is when it starts to take a turn when you're putting ish
1: at the end of that. Um I have to, sorry to interrupt you, but I think it takes a turn when you start it with I managed to convince a girl to come <laughs> home with me. No, I I um I attracted a girl, this girl was enamoured by me, a date went really well, I convinced her. It just sounds, it sounds like not quite pet-
0: right. I uh, maybe he was pestering her a little bit, but as soon as the <laughs> two of us were naked in bed, so they're getting jiggy, she froze and asked if I had lost a loved one recently.
1: Oh,
0: Does that set alarm bells ringing, Colin? Uh,
1: the, the, it's, it's, not the, it's not the sort of pillow talk you want, is it? What you want to hear is, oh, that's massive, I don't know if I can... That sort <laughs> of thing. You don't, I don't know if you I can
0: handle that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want... Indeed, recently. Yeah, um, but
0: the, that question caught the guy... Uh, off guard because my face was buried in between her legs at the time. Oh, Christ. So, he didn't answer at first, but she asked again. The second time, she literally made me stop eating her. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, So, I could respond. For the record, she did mention that she had a sixth sense when we were getting to know each other, but we never discussed this in any further detail, Colin. So, Let's see where this goes now
1: Well to answer her question I said to my grandma passed away not so long ago My date nodded her head And said that she sensed my grandma's presence I said I didn't believe in ghosts And I continued eating her out That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a new take in the Ghostbusters song isn't it I don't believe in all ghosts. Um, my date said my grandma had a message for me <laughs> Bizarre. At that at that moment I was doing everything I could in the proceeding department to distract my date from talking <laughs> about my dead grandmother. But sadly, my oral sex game did nothing to prevent her from telling me that grandma wanted me to forgive my brother. <laughs> I stopped what I was doing and asked my date what she meant. A few years ago, my brother hooked up with my girlfriend, now ex. I hated him afterwards, and our relationship basically became non-existent. I've never shared that information with anyone let alone with a girl I just met, but somehow she knew.
0: Yeah, she's cold reading you as you're gnawing on her downstairs department. That's a bit bizarre. But when I asked my date how she knew that, uh, she said it was my grandma. Uh, She knew my grandma's name, which is another detail that I've never shared with her. Um, As my scepticism began to fade, I asked my date if grandma could actually see what we were doing. She said yes. My penis automatically disabled (laughs) its erection function and shrunk in shame. My dick (laughs) has never been this soft ever. Sex was no longer possible for me. uh, And when I imagined my ghost granny not only watching me during sex, but also feeding my partner sensitive information about me from beyond the grave, I didn't sleep at all my first proper date of the year, and I get fucking haunted during sex.
1: (laughs) It's fucking horrendous, isn't it? Like, I'm sure, like, everybody listening to this, right, has had thoughts that come into their head during that sort of thing, which are maybe not quite the thoughts of what you're doing. Things come into your brain. But you you just wait. You take your time with them and then ask them later. I can't imagine, like... Can you imagine like obviously I'm not a psychic so I wouldn't be asking this sort of stuff, but halfway through that just saying, Did you remember to buy the bananas this week? Or it's just you put that stuff to one side. That's crazy. Like, obviously this sort of stuff,
0: uh I was gonna say seance stuff, but that's not the right that's not the right term for it. This sort of um spiritualism. Um, it, yeah. It's also sort of, it's all sort of cold reading, so I'm kinda of thinking that this last is got persuaded to go into this guy's, like, house and then just suddenly started, like... Like, maybe noticed a picture of, like, him with the the brother or whatever and then noticed that there's another picture where the brother's now with the wife, the ex-girlfriend or something, you know, and just cold reading all the time because it's such a bizarre thing. It's just so bizarre. Like... Have
1: you ever have
0: you ever been to like any of that mad trip?
1: I, um, well, I've I've been on stage with Dead and Brown. We spoke about that a couple of times. Right. So, oh, yeah. I, so I've I've been I've been Dead and Browned before, um, which was sort of uh, that's he he's, he uses NLP, doesn't he? It's like a really high level of neuro linguistic programming. So it's not like he's bringing the dead to you, but he definitely got inside my head and managed to figure out what I was thinking about what, about the situation I was in. So. I've been involved in that. I've never been to a psychic or done tarot cards or any of that shit because I'm not a woman. Yeah, see, I've got a
0: a very vague memory of getting dragged along to one when I was about eight or nine and the psychic speaking to my mum's auntie or something, supposedly. My mum's a sceptic, so um, she never really took it to heart, let's say, but um i've got a vague memory of the, the guy kind of getting things right but like if you if you, you kind of know what he's doing then it's it's a it's a piece of nonsense anyway but that's um uh, that's the first um <laughs> any idea about that was called so today
1: i fucked up by today i fucked up by being haunted by my dead granny while having a munch <laughs> that's close enough it was dating a spiritualist i think oh right okay but it wasn't that close at all really <laughs> um i am um, you talked about reading the room right and just cold reading and stuff like that i am um, a long long time ago jack right i'm talking what age i'm 38 easily 18 year ago or something like that right i remember meeting a girl on you in the garage and she's with her pals and one thing led to another and i ended up back in this girl's house and the girl's boyfriend that she lived with was in jail at the time right (laughs) and I woke up the next I woke up the next day right and had no idea what this girl's name was I'd completely forgotten it and I looked around the room and she had a personalized Thornton's easter egg in her room with her name on it and that was my get out of jail card so I read the egg and then I got up and said right listen how you doing I need to I need to go and obviously called her the name on the egg only to find out the egg—the egg was a present for her sister.
0: <laughs> I was about to say was it for her,
1: <laughs> no, sadly it wasn't, um, and I never ever saw her again. Thankfully.
0: Oh, I used to know a guy. This isn't. This is sort of terrible behaviour, but if if he ended up in that situation, he would like he'd wake up early in the morning, and he would steal a pair of panties. And then, <laughs> oh no! And then, I swear to God, as he was leaving, wake her up, and like. Dangle them and go bye type thing and just run out of No,
1: them. that's fucking that's he psychotic.
0: Was, uh, yeah, he was um one of those one of those type guys, you know. I've not spoken to him in years. I've
1: got tons of stories about guys like that. I?
0: I've not spoken to him <laughs> in years. <laughs> you've got
1: so many people you just you've cut all ties with, usually for them, good you know, reason, to be fair. Yeah. I wonder I wonder when you'll eventually cut ties with me. It's got to happen one day. Nah, never. Never.
0: Huh. Right. The next one, mate. Um, so this happened about five hours ago, supposedly. So today I woke up and had really painful cramps due to the deadly women's monthly cycle mixed with some spiced chicken that I hadn't set right in my belly all night. I go to the toilet about three times before work this morning and it eased off. Um, take some tablets, grin, bear it and then leave for work.
1: Now my job is working within the prison system and escorting prisoners to certain places, including the courts. And this is where it all went downhill. I had to escort this prisoner over to the witness box and stand next to her. It was an open court. So I do my usual, but my tummy has started to really hurt again. (laughs) I'm trying my absolute best to put off a fart, which I know is brewing, but I can't hold it much longer. Mm. So I do a really silent one, and I pat myself on the back (laughs) thinking I'd got away with it.
0: (laughs) This is until the prisoner starts coughing, (laughs) retching, and shouting, what the fuck's that? <laughs> I quick re- realise what it must be, but can't admit to such a foul, putrid smell, so start crinkling my nose as well and gagging. Uh, the admin clerk walks slightly closer, and Reggie's so hard she had to swiftly put her head in the bin. <laughs> By this point, it's getting loud, and chaos is starting to ensue not what you want in court in front of the district judge.
1: He quickly tells me to take the prisoner back over to the closed dock and states it must be the pipes. (laughs) He he stands down the hall of court and makes maintenance come in to check all pipes for leaks, cracks or anything which which could could... have made that smell happen. The prisoner still has watery eyes, (laughs) I'm pretending to gag and the clerk is sipping water next to a bucket. Um, it's so, of you know the most shocking thing about that story that it was written by a woman. Like I don't know if this, this, I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not, but the the whole combination of eating spicy chicken, <laughs> um, doing her best to put off a fart, using words like brewing, um, <laughs> patting himself on the back for it just sounds like such a a guy that reads Loaded that wrote this, but right. it's not. It's one, of, it's one of these lovely women people. I can't believe
0: it. Plus the fact she's a prison officer as well, so...
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's mad, madness. Um, One thing about that story as well, if, if I woke up with a dodgy tummy jack and I've had to go to the toilet three times in the one morning, I am not going to work that day.
0: Kind of, I don't know. I think there's probably certain jobs, like, where you just kind of expected to go on with it. Like, I'd imagine, like, being a police officer kind of one of them. Being in the prison system's kind of one of them as well. It's just like a case of, like, if you're not in, people are in danger or whatever, yeah. you know. So I'd imagine that being in, uh, working in the prison services, having a bit of an iffy tummy in the morning, probably not going to cut it.
1: I suppose that is true. Maybe I'm just looking out through my rose-tinted glasses of office life and being able to do what I wouldn't, really, but... Yeah, for me and for me and my job anyway, free in the one morning means I'm not leaving the house that day.
0: See, that's the thing nowadays. But it's so easy just to go like that, like call in and say I've just worked from home.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, see, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because, like back in the day when you were due in, if you were unwell, you wouldn't have worked. You you would have had the day off. Whereas if you're unwell now, you wake up, you say I work from home. You're kind of expected to kind of just got on with your job even though you might have the shit so you might have the flu or you might have covid you know i know people are still testing positive for covid um in my work and they're just working from home
1: yeah i get that it's it's, it's kind of a it's two, two-sided isn't it because yeah. the, the, all the other benefits that you get from working from home i think probably do override it the odd time that you are sick and you still log in and respond to a couple of emails and stuff Anytime I've been not well and I've worked from home, I've not even turned my laptop on. I've just responded to messages and stuff on my phone and lay in the couch or whatever. But I do get that, that if you are home, it is a bit easier to log in and do bits and pieces. But in the same way, it's also easy to piss off for an hour and go do your shopping or spend an hour cleaning the house and doing your hoover and all that while you're supposed to be working. So it swings and roundabouts, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is indeed. Anyway, we'll call it Derek. We'll be back with you tomorrow um, with some of the more bizarre subreddits that you never even knew existed. So we we'll speak to you around, guys. Right, cheers, Colin.
1: Bye.
0: Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening, and if they are, they're pretty hardcore Wrong Term Memory fans, and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Memory or by clicking the link in the show notes.
1: Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by even a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts.